the then, Golden Hour Podcast. And then hi. Awesome. Whenever you're ready, bro. Hey, it's your boy, My Compiled Thoughts. And this is my Golden Hour. Listen, before we start, I've been doing this thing where I've been obsessively, like, making sure the setup's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, like, real serious. And then I have to, like, flip the switch. It's like, what's up, my dude? How are you, Broski? Nice to see you, my guy. <laughs> All right, so, me, so me, and, me and Thoughts, I'm going to give you a little bit of an intro. Me and Thoughts, I've been brainstorming. I think we should start up our own podcast. <laughs> And call it the Positivity Podcast because thoughts and I share a similar level of energy most times. Would you agree? He has ADHD, guys. And you don't? I do. <laughs> Dude's off the fucking walls. <laughs> and to be honest, bro, like, it's actually interesting because you're, like, very particular about your sound off rip. And that's, like, the last thing I'd expect with someone with so much energy. I'm the same way. Are you ever, like, yo, fuck it. I don't want to, like, look into every single filter, every... Edit. Fuck yeah, bro. I try, like, like my thing is, like, I'm a perfectionist, but I, I have to, when like... it's easy. Yo, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, like bro, it's it's one thing to be a perfectionist when everything, when everything's just, like, everywhere and everything, but I, I nail, I, like, nail the coffin and everything, bro. I, like, picture out every line, everything I say. The, I overthink everything, bro. Well, well, bro, that's just, it's weird to me, because, like, when you think ADHD, you think the opposite. You think, mm -hmm. like, yo, cut corners circle around yeah so is that shit not like an like an extra mental effort for you to be like yo fuck i have to like look into every little bit of this bro like i, I to be so honest about your thoughts you? also produces all of his music yeah <laughs> well, a, well, produce a, a good a good portion right yeah well like right now i think it's i think it's i have this project that's produced by this guy john just that i'm gonna release soon which is gonna be exciting but like right now 90 like a good 90 percent of everything that produces in me i have this other guy kenny prosper and we got who else? Jariel, you feel me? He's fire. Shells, like a lot of people. I've worked with a lot of people out here. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but you're still, you're still making the beats, mixing and mastering all of your own music. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! We're trying to we're trying to push out the task. Via right now. Ableton. Yeah, Ableton, the god. All right. So listen, I I didn't even give you a proper intro. So mm -hmm. off rip. When I started this up. In the, the trenches in Quincy, I said, all right, I want to get some good artists on here. I was doing a video for this company with Imani. You're off the mic. You, you, <laughs> you can hear me, though. Yeah, I can hear you. I was doing this video with Imani. Shout out, Imani. Elijah and Marika. And I, I had just, my show was just finished. And I was like, all right, like I want to listen, whatever. I was just like searching through a bunch of shit. And so I heard... I was actually looking up film shit, and I saw Damien. Shout out to Damien. We haven't met yet. I'm a good dude, bro. I promise. <laughs> and 
And I had seen a video for Romeo and Juliet. And That's just, it. And I started bumping his shit. I was like, yo, this is, like, really dope. Then I tell Marika, I'm like, yeah, there's this kid, like, Mike and Pop Thoughts. He's like, wicked good. She goes, oh, like, that's my, like, that's my friend. Great. <laughs> so I hit up Thoughts. I, I hit him up via DM. I'm like, yeah, bro, um, I'm starting up this podcast. I'd love for you to come up. He's like, yeah, bro, I think I got to talk to my manager about that, bro. <laughs> I, was like, Are you? I was like, yo, I, I'm in over my head with this podcast. So this is what it's going to be like. But then, right, so going back and forth, they don't really want to do it. And then out of nowhere, I didn't even know he's an intern here. <laughs> After my big sales pitch to John, I show up. And you probably saw it on my IG story or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Shit, yeah. this is inevitable, bro. We gotta meet. <laughs> nah, it wasn't even like that. It was more like, oh shit, this is really happening. Cause like the way the way I, I've I've taken upon my life is like everything comes in threes. It took us. It was it was three times. We met three times. We were like shoot. After the third time, it's like you gotta go with it. What was the first time? The first time. You're the first about time. The phone call? No, yeah, the first time was a phone call, and the first time was um when Marika sent me the video of you. Oh, what, we did a selfie or something? Yeah, like, like you guys sent me the selfie, and you were like, Connor. I was like, oh, shoot, he's fucking rad as shit. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I, and then we met. Oh, yeah, and then I was like, damn, bro. This is not what I pictured this kid looking like at all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think I think I put you on the, the GDPIG, too. Mm-hmm. But, I remember that. Shout out to that. That meant so much to me. Bro, Thank that, you, for real. She had, like, 20 views, bro. So? <laughs> Those are 20 people I haven't seen or haven't talked to. All right, so, listen, Thoughts has... His sound in the city is different than anybody else. Oh, that means a lot. That but, means a lot. But it's the truth. Yeah. But you... Is that something you shoot for, you think, usually? Hell yeah. I feel like, well, not necessarily shoot for. I've always... I just... I've never blent in really well with anything. You know what I mean? Like, I, I always consider myself, like, somewhat of a black sheep in a sense, or, like... If you even go as far to say, like, oil to water. I don't really mix too well with a lot of different things. So, I think when we have a conversation the other night, I was mm-hmm. like, damn, bro, like, you're like a sensitive-ass dude. <laughs> and then and then I, and then we were, like, talking about girls and shit. I was like, yeah, you, don't, you don't feel like girls sometimes can slow you down, bro, if, like, you're really focused on something and, like, like, girls are just in your back burner. And then, like, as soon as I said I was like, yo, bro, this dude's music would probably be trash <laughs> if he didn't have women, bro. <laughs> like, your best songs are all love songs, bro. Bro, I love love, dude. Like, so- <laughs> yo. I love love. Bro, like, like I'm going to be real with you. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm hella sensitive. I feel a shit ton, bro. Like, like, I feel like every guy, like, we were talking about that yesterday. Like, I feel like people, especially nowadays, are afraid to admit that. You know, like it takes a think, lot think of that's, strength. That's societal. Yeah, hell yeah, societal. Especially is like that's also really masculine. You know what I'm saying? Like the guy is like really stoic. Like you don't show no emotion. You don't do nothing. You feel me? Like so Chuck do you, Norris. Do you, you think there's a shift in societally? You think there's a shift in that? You think it's okay to be sensitive as a dude now more so? I don't. I don't think it's a matter of it being sensitive. I think people are just tired because everything's just being so. Because because the thing is. When a guy doesn't show emotion, doesn't mean that he doesn't feel anything. It just means that he's hiding it. It's like a veil. It's like a curtain. I think you, you know can. I think you can convince yourself not to, that you don't feel Hell something. Yeah. Though, don't you agree? Hell yeah! Like you, you just look in the mirror and you go, "Yo, I'm trying not to feel anything," or, or you numb the pain in a sense. You know, if is that, that effective? Nah. You think it will come back? Everything. Like think about think about how many people have been damaged with like traumas that they have never conquered. You know, like. I, I think maybe I mean something that's not as like 
that's not as severe. So let's say you're like mm-hmm. going through with a chick. Do you think you could just sack up and tell yourself like, all right, like fuck that bitch. Just, this doesn't matter. Yo, you could do that, but it does. I feel like like even the smallest things, like let's say someone cuts you off in the morning and you're really tired. You've been having like a stressful day. You woke up a little late. Cuts someone, you off via automobile. Yeah, automobile. Cuts you off and you're just super, You just, that, that, that matters. You know, like it's the idea of just like being like, yo, this matters to me. This hurts me. And I accept it being there. It's real, you know. I know. So, but you don't think there's a there's a level to it? Like, okay, I'd be better off if I didn't react to this, even though it's pissed me off. I'd be better off, like in my mind. Okay, it doesn't matter. Fuck it, just keep moving. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could definitely. But it's not. You don't think it's effective? You think it always comes back? I mean, like, I don't feel like I feel like it's effective, like when it's in front of someone else. Like, let's say a girl says something to you, and you're just like, "Yo, what?" You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's important to like have that level of stoicism. Just in general with life, not to react to, like, everything. You have to give yourself a couple Stoicism, seconds. Stoicism, like, being stoic? Is that what yeah, you mean? stoic, yeah. So, like... So, like, so like, str- like exhibiting strength and, like... Yeah. Calmness and, like, being yeah. relaxed. just, like, being, like, straightforward. Just being, like, yo, this is what it is. This is how I'm moving. Boom. But don't you think that mm-hmm. dudes... You can, you can I'm send sorry. You, yeah, send my Send a text, bro. <laughs> send a picture. <laughs> Who is it? Boom. I'm just uh, a friend. <laughs> Tell it to come through. Oh, shit. You trying to meet Mr. Hollywood? You sure? <laughs> no, that's not me. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. This is this is a punch-in. We're about to punch-in right here. Boom. <laughs> so, so, listen. Um, do you ever think that, like, mm-hmm. to be honest, you're, like, you're probably the first artist up here that's actually had, like, somewhat, like, relatable, like, love songs. Don't you think women and men are just emotionally different? Like, totally emotionally different? Honestly, yeah. I feel like, like, we were, like, like, honestly, I feel like the way society forces a man to grow up. It's like, um, I was talking to my, um, my friend, this girl, um, Tiffany. She's fucking fabulous, amazing, amazing person. Shout out Tiffany. Shout out Tiffany. (laughs) Te amo. You feel me? But yeah, and so, like, basically what we're talking about is we're talking about the way, like, let's say you have a son, right? And he falls and scrapes his leg. What you're going to do is you're going to lift him up, pat him on the back, and be like, yo, you got this. You're a boy. You got this. You're strong. Don't cry. You feel me? Whereas Sack up. Yeah, like, man up. Like, be a boss. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, if it's a girl, you're going to pick her up, and you're going to be like, yo, coddle her a little bit more. Be like, yo, like, it's not your fault. It's okay. Screw the ground. Don't cry. I, I know what you're saying, but, the, but I mean more so, like, I think women and men, their brain complex is different. Not even mm-hmm. the way they're raised. I mean, would you agree? You're someone who's been in a ton of relationships. Bro, so. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> nah, but like, I feel I do to an extent. Like, like definitely women do react naturally and instinctively to to things differently. Like, I like to say women are like more nurturing. They they nurture more. Like, that's just the feminine energy in a sense. Nurture more. They're more like loose end. Like, things don't really have to fall straight on course with them. Whereas, like, men, like, everything has to be in a straight line. Like, if the answer isn't A or B, like, if there's no answer at all. Like, you can't have this, you can't have that. It has to be straight up conquer, conquer, conquer. Boom. So, do you think men are more emotionally shallow? Like, or, I just think they're just different, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I just think dudes, they think, I think dudes think more straightforward. Mm. And that's not even for me, me sounding misogynistic, but, like, I think dudes think, like, on the go more mm-hmm. 
And I, I think women absolve and absorb situations more. I, 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 it's not that I, I think I, I disagree with that. Mainly because of the fact that I don't think it's a matter of men thinking more straightforward. Because that is what I was saying. Like, men is always point A to point B. I think men are more direct without their Exactly. Thinking. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, like, they're more goal-oriented. Like, whereas, like, a girl would be like, I have to go to the shopping mall. They take, like, a detour, the scenic route. You'll be like, word, da-da-da-da-da. The man would just go from point A to point B and ignore everything else that's in his way. So is that is that physiological or is that um, societal? That's um, I think it's just because we also live in mm-hmm. a, an extremely competitive culture. We live in extremely masculine culture. That's really yeah. The world's the world's really masculine. You know, math the, and no, science. No, the, the U.S. The <laughs> I mean, yeah, the U.S. There, is there are a bunch. Well, there are a bunch of cultures that are much more feminine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you cater to a feminine dude. A lot of European cultures. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I agree. But yeah, so like, I just, I think it's not even a, physiology, physiologically, yeah, like you have estrogen, you have more estrogen than you have testosterone, you know what I'm saying? Or you also have like the idea of like energy gaps, you know what I mean? Like you have the feminine energy and the masculine energy, the yin and yang, the balance in the world, the light and darkness. That's like, that's the main thing I think is like the difference between physics, like women and men, just like. It's an energy? Yeah, it's an energy, it's a vibe. You know, the same way, that's why like. They say sexuality is fluid because, like, you could have a guy that's, like, super masculine and boom, boom, boom. But, like, he's, like, he's like you could have a guy that's, like, super masculine. You could also have a guy that's, like, super feminine that, like, that's just, like, super feminine. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. I think it's something I picked up here, too. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of going off what you just said. You, like, of all people are someone that I've that I've more recently met that you like totally, totally harp on Zodiac signs. <laughs> so you really carry that day to day, right? What are you? What's your sign? I'm a Libra. So does that mean you're born in June? Um, October. You're Capricorn. I, <laughs> I remember. So are we talking. supposed to vibe on the Zodiac? Yeah, my calendar? best, like my best friend, Sean Wire is like literally... Like, I vibe really well with Capricorns. Like, y'all are just, like, really hard workers. Y'all don't sleep. It's either your goal or destruction. You know what I mean? Anything that and, comes And what is Libra? Libra, we're, like, we're like air signs. So, like, we just balance. Balance is our thing. Like, like figuring out how do we make it so that these people, like, if there's a conflict, how do you make it so the conflict's resolved and, like, everyone feels well off? Making everything 50-50 is, like, the obsession with Libras. How does that, how does that play into your day-to-day? Um, personally, not necessarily, it doesn't really play into my day to day. I really got into, I'm not really into astrology. I'm just interested in like a variety of different topics. Cause like, I want to be multifaceted in everything in, in my music. And to be multifaceted, you got to be able to like, you got to be able to read novels. You got to be able to like, look at Sex in the City and be like, what the hell? Like, why is it that they wrote her to be this character? Is this an average, like middle-aged woman? Is this what the natural woman thinks? I mean, I want to be like the person look at the Phantom of the Opera and be like, yo. You want to be well-versed. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. The intellect. <laughs> like, hell yeah, you have to be. Like, how are you going to make those crazy-ass metaphors if you ain't got, like, the point A Bars. to point B? Yeah. I, I, the Da Vinci. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you're like a spiritual dude. Mm. Did you pick that up after kind of starting to understand what astrology brought to you? Um, I more so picked that up because... Because like like mind you, thought is fully vegan. 
full-on vegan. I'm trying to transition to a raw vegan diet. Oh, wait. Tell the, tell the kids how, how you became vegan. Bro. This is, bro, <laughs> this is absurd. Yo, so I woke up one sunny morning, right? <laughs> I was chilling. I was minding my business. Doing everything a normal person would do. I woke up, I breathed, I meditated. I stayed in my bro, I stayed in my bed. I listened to some affirmations. I was like, yo, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. I got this. Life this is was great. in the summer? Yeah, during the summer. Two like two summers ago, right? <laughs> and so basically what ended up happening was that your boy wanted to make some egg salad, right? And like <laughs> I'm over here. I'm like, yo, I think about the type of season I'm about to put in my egg salad. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Hey, first of all, egg salad is a strange dish. Yo, yeah. Wait, this was breakfast? Yeah. That's a strange dish. <laughs> a very fucking strange fucking breakfast dish. Yo, excuse my language. This is your boy. It's being fun, vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, I go and I start, I get these eggs, bro, organic, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all we have at the crib. Boom, I'm boiling. Tell me why the sky is clear. There's no birds outside. All I hear is a chirp, 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 chirp coming out of this boiling pot that I'm fucking boiling my eggs in. Okay, so slow down. He <laughs> said when he was on the road to creating the egg salad, he put a few eggs. Was it a few? Yeah, I put like two. Only two. <laughs> Wait, and both were chirping? Yo, bro, I don't, I, bro. You, you were, ah! Yo, bro, 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 let me tell he you. He said, right? wait, can you just, just slow down and explain? <laughs> so you put the eggs in, right? Yeah. And then what happens? Yo, and I heard a chirp, bro. <laughs> and so, like, heard a chirp. I'm going to be real this with you. Crazy. When I saw you, right? When I saw you that, like, I, I'm pretty black, bro. So, like, shit like that doesn't really affect me. So, like, the first time it happened, right? No, anybody would freak <laughs> the fuck out, bro. No, 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 no. First time it happened, I ignored it. Cause that's what we black people do. You feel me? We don't we don't go and discover shit, bro. You ever see during you, the black? You, you just thought you heard it like it was just not. Oh yeah, I thought I heard it from outside. I look out the window. I'm like, ah, oh, it's fine. Screw it. You know what I mean? Like, like I understand where these people in the horror <laughs> movies really come from, bro. Like, what the fuck? I'm I do not seek to know, bro. I don't. There's some things that just aren't my business, bro. What was inside that egg was not my business for the first time. You feel me? So it happened the first time. I'm like, word, boom, chirp, chirp, chirp. No, I'm like, cool, whatever. Zoning, zoning. Second time, right? I hear chirp, chirp, chirp. Now, when something happens more than once, that's when you go, okay, what the fuck is going on, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, Dude, okay. <laughs> Yo, so third time, right? Like, I had like a weird flashback, right? So like, the third chirp goes off and I pause and I stare at my life. And I go all the way back to like my day in Haiti, right? Where like I had this pet goat. <laughs> Yo, I used to have a pet goat. Like, like back in Haiti, bro, I love animals, bro. Like, bro, you, you see that, what, the nature guy? Tarzan? No, no, not Tarzan. The other guy. Bear Grylls. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, he's a, he's a vine. He used to be on vine. He's the one that always feeds the deers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Colgate yeah, Kelv. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody so, eats. Everybody eats. How you yeah, eat him on the Golden Day podcast, bro. Bro, Whoa. I'm that type of guy in real life. You feel me? Like, I, I legit vibe like that. So, like, if I see a dog, I'm just like, bro. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. See a goat. I'm like, come here, baby. Come here, baby. I always show it love. So what happened when I was younger is that my parents fed my pet goat that I knew for like three days to me. Ever oh, yo, what? it's <laughs> really sad, bro. Like, 
A whole life of traumas, wait, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Your family. Yeah, my mom. Wait, you, it was a farm in Haiti? So, yeah, like, like Haiti, like, really sort of rural, rural country, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they have their, like, um, cattle, like, outside and everything. So, like, on our last day in Haiti when we were visiting, we had, like, a whole party. And I guess, like, they, they, cut, they cut the tasso, which is um, goat. In Crea, they cut the tassel and they were basically like, they yo. Cut the head, they slaughter it. Yeah, they slaughter it and they feed it to you because that's like, they, they're beefing it up for you basically. Tradition. Yeah, tradition. Like, you don't want to let your guests go home without like, feeling the feeding love. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so basically, I'm over here. I'm like, yo, where's my goat? Because I got this meat in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go and feed my goat some meat. I don't know what I was thinking when I was younger. I was like eight or seven years old, bro. Like, then I go to my mom like, bro, I can't find my goat. My mom looks at me. <laughs> And she goes, "Wap so manger cabritla," which basically translates to "you're eating the goat." <laughs> like, like literally, all I remember is that I just started crying my eyes out. Like to this day, like, like to this day, like I legit, <laughs> I legit cannot take the smell of goat. Well, that's not something you come by very frequently. Yeah, yeah, but like you know what I mean. Like, like if someone's cooking goat, I could smell it from like a mile away. And I could be like, I can't do it. Traumatized. Yo, I'm. Bro, I get nauseous. I get sick, bro. Like, yeah. So, like, the third time, like, this bird chirps in this egg, right? I just flash back to that moment. Boom. Back to the present. And I just lose my shit. I just go, wow. Can I actually... If I couldn't kill that goat, you feel me? Why am I over here killing this chicken right here? Well, we already thought the chicken was a dub nonetheless. Yeah, bro. What, what, what'd you say? <laughs> well, you didn't know the chicken was still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know if it was real or not. Like, I still I still don't even know if there was really a chicken <laughs> in there. <laughs> so, like, like I'm over here, and I'm just like, yo, boom. Let me, let me never do this again. Because, like, I just don't have the, I generally don't have the heart to kill it, like, a straight-up chicken, straight up. So, like, let alone his kid. Like, the kid that hasn't even had his first breath yet, bro. Like, come on, bro. Bro, so... Do you ever think that like humans they they need meat? Nah, it's twenty eighteen. You don't need no more meat, bro. We have tofu. Oh, we I've, have... I've heard the <laughs> vegan pitch a bunch. I want to hear it on your part. Why would you convert somebody to go vegan? Well, for me personally, it would. It's never a matter of like converting anyone. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to feel like like I'm advocating because I am advocating. Do not kill those chickens. Do not kill those animals. Let them live. <laughs> but like. Everyone has a free will, but the biggest thing is just um, the impact on the environment. That's the biggest thing I could say. You know what I mean? Because, like, think about it. Like, people, people try to tell me that almond milk is really bad for the environment, right? 30 ga- it takes 30 gallons, 30 gallons of water a day to, like, fully make, like, a gallon of almond milk. That's 30 gallons of water, I think, right? No, no, probably, probably less, but, like, a batch or whatever. Those are probably really bad numbers. But compared to compared to like cattle, cattle like takes like a hundred. I don't really up. understand how almond milk's made. I don't uh-huh. really get it. What do you mean? How does it get to? So it's just like water and almond flavoring. I don't really understand. So basically, it. you you basically dampen up and like soak the 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 almond milk, the almonds. Basically, you soak them and then you you put them in the blender. You blend it for like a minute or two, and then you literally siphon out the the. The chunks and shit? Yeah, the chunks and shit. And then that's how you get almond milk. It's literally water and, like, almond-like casings, basically. And it has, like, a weird, like, And you like the taste? Hell yeah. Have you tried almond milk before? Well, bro, I was allergic to nuts for, like, 12 years. You said for, like, so, like, you eat nuts now? I can eat nuts now. I just, like, never really dawned on me to go drink some almond milk. 
Yo, bro, like, I'm a, I wouldn't suggest if you've been, like, allergic. I don't want you to have, like, no, like, allergic reaction, bro. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I leave that. here. <laughs> like, we need you, bro. <laughs> we need you alive. We need you to change the world. Yo, um, Screw the world. So, so kind of off what you're saying about the GoPro, I went to Africa when I was maybe 13 or 14. I went to Tanzania. Mm-hmm. I was on a safari. And I swear to God, this is, like, the most fucked up story. But we were talking with our safari guide. Mm-hmm before we like embarked and he was like we're asking about safaris and shit and he was like the the most the greatest thing you could see on a safari is a hunt mm. like some lions or like a bigger predator mm-hmm. go stalk down an elk or a zebra or something right mm-hmm. and so i was like yo that would be so awesome if we saw that right we're in like mm-hmm. the fucking we're really in the serengeti desert yeah yeah so every morning this is no bullshit. I got on my knees and I prayed. I said, God, please. Yo, please. that's some crazy people shit, bro. bro <laughs> well, listen, bro. I'm a kid, yo, right? Yeah. I, I was like, please, please let me see a hunt. Like, that'd be so awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And so three, four days passed, nothing. So there was this whole movie-esque scene on the fourth day. And we're in the middle of the Serengeti. And we see there's this like passage road and we see these lions it's all female lions because mm-hmm. the men don't hunt and the lions are slowly creeping and there's this huge herd of fucking zebras holy right? cows and so our guy's like yo fuck yeah right? <laughs> i never gonna see this i've been doing this shit for 20 years and i'm like holy shit this is sick right like i can't believe we're actually seeing this they're mm-hmm. like about to go pick one out and like fucking fuck them up the lion's pounce on it they single out a zebra Mm -hmm. the rest flee they single out one Mm -hmm. savagely eat him apart savagely eating him alive and it was actually the most fucked up thing i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) bro that he was squealing oh lord (laughs) chill bro you haven't seen those pig those pig videos on like the internet bro like to be honest with you like it really it genuinely hurts you know what I mean? Like, like you're talking to me about this experience about, like, this animal being eaten up alive. But, like, I'm, I'm so empathetic that I could put myself in that position and be like, yo, I, would, I wouldn't want that for anything. I know, but you that's know? the wild, though. That's yeah, one that's thing so, I, that's, come, I was like, that's nature. That's nature. Like, it has to happen. But whereas us, like, we honestly don't need to kill, like, the way we do. Like, it's, it'd be one thing in my head. It'd be one thing if we're, like, we're killing these animals and, like, we're actually, like, Treating them, like, with some type of decency. But you have, like, chickens that can't move. Like, they're, like, in, like, like, like as big as my hand. Like, they're in, like, cages as big as my hand. Like, they outgrow and their feathers or, or whatever they are. They're, like, growing out of these cages, bro. Like, you literally have, like, animal slavery in action, bro. Like, you have pigs that, like, genuinely, like, feel so much. Like, these animals genuinely feel like they don't want to die. Like, yeah, like, no, no one wants to die. No, like, right? even I don't care how bred you are to die. You know what I mean? Like, like it was only 200 years ago where black people were bred to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, I don't care in what, what destination we are. Like, genuinely, they feel so much. And, like, in my head, like, people, like, I pass it off because I genuinely don't. I, I can't let myself get worked up because people, people do, like, play around with it. But in my head, like, it's genuinely not, not a slap to my face, but it's a slap to, like, the world's face if you look at an animal and you go yo but i mean shit i like meat when you don't even have the courage to kill it yourself it'd be one thing if i looked at you and i said oh he could definitely kill a pig if he really needed to if he really wanted to 
You know what I mean? Like, if you really, just just because if you really wanted to meet, like, right but, now. But it, yeah, but so what you're saying is, like, you, you would get mad if someone, so mind you, I do eat meat. Mm-hmm. So, like, if someone says, if someone hunts their own meat, you're fine with it? Yeah, and, like, if someone could do the dirty, it's, like, more of, like, a hypocrisy. If you can't kill something yourself, why are you going to invest the time in doing it? Well, wouldn't it be convenience? It's not. It's a convenience type thing, but when you get the convenience, you get the industrialization, and that's like what's killing the environment. That's what's killing like so many animals. You know what I mean? I feel you, but so what I'm saying is, so like you get mad at people who don't. No, I get mad at the people that I know cannot kill. Like, like something like the runs type. Yeah, like, like, like that. Genuinely, like I just know a lot of people. A lot of people that say they eat meat could never actually look an animal in its eyes and kill it. Oh, oh, oh! You mean people who are. Who are empathetic but just kind of pass it off. Like, not even empathetic. I mean, just like the average person, like in modern day 2018, cannot look a pig in his eyes, grow with that pig, let the pig grow from point A to point B and actually kill it. Like in chart, like some type of Charlotte's Web type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could not kill that pig. Like, there's there's very few people that could. Yeah, but if we were less civilized, Mm -hmm. don't you think, like, let's say, like, we were, we're we were more native, right? Mm-hmm. We were more indigenous. Don't you think it would just be kind of part of our culture? Like, yo, fuck. It it from, would like like yeah. from an animalistic aspect. It's like, yo, we have to eat. Yeah, it would. It would definitely. You know what I'm saying? It would also wouldn't be as as commer- It wouldn't be as like factory based because you have chickens. A chicken grows in like a. It takes how long does it? You think an actual chicken takes? I have no food? fucking clue, bro. It takes like like nowadays. It takes like a chicken a month to actually go from point A to point B. To grow up, it's yeah, like like we could like search up these facts, bro. I because I'm definitely like super rough, like quotations, bro. Like, but like it's unnatural the way these animals are being grown. You have kids that chickens, animals are being fed steroids to bulk them up. You know what I'm saying? Like hormones, just bulk them up, give them that meat. So off your rip, how do you, so thoughts lifts at lifts at like four in the morning like a sickle. <laughs> so how would you bulk, bro? Bro, honestly, I'm on the protein overload. When I'm trying to look sexy as hell. Heavy calorie intake, heavy calorie intake, and like like getting your body to adjust to like the regimen. Because your body doesn't. You have to think about it like this. Your body doesn't want to bulk. You know, realistically, like if I'm if I'm lifting weights for like a good year, like I'm not gonna really get. I'm gonna get more defined. I'm gonna definitely have more strength. It depends I'm not what you're gonna, doing, though, bro. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like like look at the Arnolds of the bodybuilders. Okay, no, you know that's for not. Fact, no one's bulking like that. Exactly, bro. bro. You don't. No one. No natural. Like that's why I say. Like we know whenever a girl says, "Yo, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to look like like a monster." A girl that lifts weights never looks like a monster, bro. You, you'll get more defined. You'll definitely get more toned. But like you're not gonna be over here super ripped. I, okay, yeah. So what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. how would you bulk if you wanted to? If I wanted to bulk, I'd just eat. Eat a lot more hearty and, and greens. What, yeah, just greens. Hell yeah, greens, beans, like greens, beans, potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. and tomatoes. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's so. That's what you would do for protein. Yeah, that's like yeah. Like I don't really tofu. Tofu, what? yeah. I just eat more. Cause did, did it take you? Was there an adjustment period for you to get used to some of the foods? To be real, with you, I I I had like a period in my life when I was like sixteen where I was like forced to be vegan. So like like against my will. What do you mean? Like, I, I was, like, like they, it was, like, a diet that was, like, forced upon me, basically. Why? You were, like, unhealthy or? Nah, it was just, like, some weird school shit or whatever that, that happened. I went to, like, a boarding school or whatever, and they, like, made me go, like, completely vegan. Also, like, at the college I went to. They, wait, the school made yeah, you go fully bro, vegan? bro. Seventh-day Adventist. Super interesting religion. <laughs> oh, oh, it was a religious school. Yeah, okay. super religious school. And so, basically, wait, like. Where was this? Bro, 
in my past. Let's not bring it up. Okay. <laughs> and so basically, like, I had a period where I was, like, forced to, like, become vegan. And what happened was, like, my body detoxed. Like, I had, like, the natural case of the di- diarrhea. Diarrhea, had headaches, had cravings, and had rashes. You know? And so how does that tie into your to the, your appetite now? Well, it's not not like like that's the past, but like it just like it just made it easier for me to actually. Become oh, you're a saying you you already knew what to expect. Yeah, I already you? I already expected. I already went through like all the detoxing symptoms, basically. You feel me? But where did you go to college? Um, I went to the school in um Andrews University. Andrews. Yeah. Where's that? Um, Michigan. Did I ask? I had Yo, no bro, clue, bro. bro you, you, <laughs> didn't fi- you didn't finish. Yeah. Uh, fuck school, baby. So what did you do? A couple semesters? Yeah, I did like um, I did two semesters. So just one year. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great time. I really have you learning experience. Like a lot happened for me that did, time. But but do you realize academia just was not you were not cut out for academia. Yeah, like like it's just like all throughout my life I wasn't cut out for academia. No, was that, bro? Me? Yeah, bro. Like you have you have the teachers that want you to be on like complete Adderall, just like coked out of your head off this stuff. You feel me? And like exactly, medified. bro. It's like we. People wired like us, bro. It's like so such a disadvantage, bro. And then and don't you you grow up? You're like, holy shit! If school's the only thing to be good at, I'm a fuck up, <laughs> yo. Right? Because I can't even fucking sit down. Exactly. Like in my school, in my school days, bro. Like they had to. It during math class. I do the. I get like I get these math equations so fast. I'd be so fast on my feet. That like I would literally be like finishing a test in like. Bro, I couldn't even imagine what you were like as a bro. student, bro. You were off the walls, bro. Like, bro, I was shaking, bro. And like, like you have to remember, like, like I was like I was heavy undiagnosed with ADHD. It's not until like a good like year ago where they actually like you've been had this shit. Oh, you like know? last year? Yeah, like like therapists actually was like boom, 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 and like my teachers, everyone knew. Like you could they could look at me and be like, yo, this kid is definitely like. <laughs> I know, but but that's the thing about diagnosing ADHD. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool, great, yeah. but it's what like, now? yeah, like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's, it's like, not... cool, yeah, we're hyper. We got way more energy. We can talk a lot better than most people. We we but, learn but, faster. We learn way faster. <laughs> more we creative. A, we got a way higher motor. But yes, we can't fucking sit down and mm-hmm. and this is honestly. We're doing not a bad job, bro. So yeah. have a conversation. <laughs> this is interesting. Like, if we're not mentally engaged, if we don't have something grounding us, bro. Exactly. Like, we're not going to be a We're do probably going to run this back. We've already been over, like, 5,000 topics. So, <laughs> that has. So, so like, the, so is that where music came in for you, kind of? You're yeah. like, yo, fuck, I am not good at school. There was no sports? I tried basketball, bro. You were whack? Yo, bro, it wasn't that I was whack. I, I bro, I have an obsessive, I have an obsessive personality. Yeah, me too, same shit. Yeah, bro. So like, it'd be like, yo, when I started playing basketball, I'd go to, I got my dad to buy me like this basketball for like twenty dollars, the Never Flat. This is back when Never Flats just began. The Never oh, the Flat, out, the outdoor ball. Yeah, bro, the Never Flat. I remember I got them, and then like every day at like, I just every day I just during the summer I just go out. I lost a shit ton of weight, but I just go out and I play basketball. I got super good, but like. It just was never, like, my thing. Like, I realized, like, halfway at the end of the summer, I wasted, like, a crap ton of time just, like... When was... The, well, you were a kid, right? Yeah, I was, like, 15 or whatever. Just, like, doing that or whatever. And so then you shifted into music? Nah, like, I, like the thing is with music for me, like, the, what started me off music is I've always... Like, when, when people say, like... I think it's super corny to say you've been doing that since you were a kid. I, I have not been intentionally making music since I was a kid. But did you know you were musically inclined when you were younger? Not even. Like I like I, I grew up in such a household where it wasn't it wasn't even an option. 
Yeah, brother. You know? So that's something I I kind of wish Hector was here for because he'd have a better insight. But what you're fully Haitian? Yeah. What is that? What's that household like when you're fully Haitian growing up? It's you um, strict parents. My parents, I I was fortunate because like I was such a I was such an ADHD had that like whatever strictness they had would always be broken. <laughs> you were a dumb bro. Yo, <laughs> I'd be like I just be because like. I just take I take initiative. I do I do my own shit. Like I don't I refuse to let anything weigh me down. Whether it be like an adult, whether it be a police officer, bro, I'm gonna stand firm in my belief. You know what I'm saying? Like I at the end of the day, bro, these repercussions are always gonna be tough. You're just dumb proactive. Yeah, bro. Like if I don't wanna do something, I'm not gonna do something. If I care if I wanna do something, I'm gonna do it. Ninety nine percent of the time I'm just genuinely in the middle. I just don't care. Can I keep it a buck though? ADHD, if you have it this is my experience too. If you're if you you're wiring yourself to sit down a lot, you're naturally gonna be depressive when you're sitting down. Yeah. But so isn't music fucking tough for you to sit at your laptop and make beats and shit? Nah, cause cause what think about it like this? It's like Do you feel like you always have to be moving? Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, like like I'm always I'm always moving. Like like whenever whenever like I stay I sit down for too long, my mind like I'm fortunate because I'm really cerebral to like like an like a neurotic like in a neurotic sense. Like I, I just I think a lot, hence why I call myself thoughts. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like I, I really think so much. Like I, I genuinely think about like the way I interact with people, like the way the things I say, how I move, what I'm gonna do, who I'm talking to. How you behave, how, how you I look. behave, yeah, how I look. Stop. Yeah, like 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 just every little little thing, like why is that there? Like what is what does this look like? What's who's over there? Like what can I do? It's you dope though I mean? sometimes. Yeah, and like in school, it wasn't it wasn't that it was bad, but like in school, I'd always think about something interesting, and like I'd always be able to like make amazing connections. Like I'd be like, "Blue, you know, the other day I saw this crazy blue like bubble, and it was just like huge." Like make crazy connections like that. And so the thing is, music for me is grounding, cause like you 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 you've like you've definitely you, like while you're editing your podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like editing the the vocals or whatever. No, like, bro. This this podcast for me is I can do it. But if I, if I'm editing past like forty five minutes, I can't. Really? Absolutely. That's not. crazy. No shot. I have to go super Adderall boy mode to edit anything now. Yo, if you guys didn't know, he has this crazy movie called Is it Adderall Adderall Boy? The Adventures of Adderall Boy. Adderall Boy. He won like a shit ton of awards Thank you, for that. Bro. Thank you. That's kind shout of... out to that. I haven't watched it yet. That's all right. <laughs> I'll get you in the sequel. I will. I will watch it. I'll get you in a sequel. You'll be the sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to talk to you'll you. Be... Got to talk Damien about oh, yeah. that, bro. <laughs> if Damien co-signs. Damien wants rights on, on the film. Damien needs rights. <laughs> well, well, so what I'm saying is, bro, like you, I see you always edit at the, the desk. Mm-hmm. You, to make, to create something, mostly, especially if you're doing your computer, you have to sit down, bro. Mm-hmm. So you're never like, your mind never wanders into like a bad place. Bro. Hell yeah. Like my it's not that it goes to a bad place. It's more like my mind just wanders and I just go and Google search something. Like the, the internet. Yeah, bro, this dude deadass had eighteen <laughs> internet tabs open yesterday. I was like, <laughs> he was on Twitter, he was like on all these fucking sites. I was like, holy bro. shit. And he was yeah. making a beat at the same time. Yeah, bro. It's like it's like literally like I, I'm like during my sessions sometimes I get super like sidetracked. Like if I don't if I don't go, yo, this is what I have to do, boom, boom, boom. Like I will I will literally go pshoo, Open up social media and just tweet scroll, like it, like like, but it's helpful for me. Like it, it's like a it's like a grounding thing. It's like like I can't read a book without having like noise in the background. Oh yeah, you have to audiobooks? Yeah, no, I don't. Like I can't. Like I use audiobooks sometimes, but when I'm like physically reading, like let's say I go to Barnes and Nobles, I blast my music and I read. 
Like, 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 <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> like, like, I literally blast like a podcast. I blast like I do be doing like five things at once. So that's just kind of your process. Yeah, because like it's grounded. So how long does it take you start to finish average song? Average song, it depends on depends on how much how much I'm putting into it, or like like how much is coming out of me. If that makes any sense, like, averagely, like, I don't I don't want to put like a, a time limit on it, cause like it just it doesn't it doesn't time time and song length don't really think don't really come together, cause like you'll have like a minute thirty song minute. A minute thirty second song that's like completely phenomenal, and that could take like twenty thousand hours to make. That's what I was gonna say. Cause like you're over here focused on every eight bar, every four bars. You're not trying to loop it. You're trying to make it like, like awesome. Do you ever feel like yo, I have like too many ideas? Hell yeah, I have like a. I, I'm making. I have to. I'm making. I may have a checklist at my crib. Like by the end of my time, bro, I'm gonna have a movie. I'm gonna have multiple books. I'm gonna have. I, I even mean. I get that. I'm mm-hmm. the same way, but I mean, like, do you ever have, when it comes to making a song, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I have the start. Now, which direction should I go in for the next part mm-hmm. and this and that? Yeah, like, like what I do to, to remedy that is, like, I, I try to make it so that every song I go to, I go with a fresh head. You know, if that, like, like, I just mean my, start to finish. How do, you, how do you keep it linear? How do I keep it linear? You can't. Like, what do I, like, I, I have, I have, like, my, my standard workflow, which is, like, literally... Me going and picking, like, playing something on the piano, sampling my piano sounds and, like, flipping it, turning it into something else. But, like, you, creatively, you can't, you can't have boundaries. I feel like that's what... You, but you need some sort of structure, yeah, bro. Yeah, some sort of structure. So, like, basically loops. Like, if, if you're looking for structure, like, what, what keeps my, my music, like, focused in a sense is the fact that it's loopish. See, I think that's one good thing about music as opposed to film is that film to execute... You have to have a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Music, you can just be in a studio, bro, and like constantly tweet things. Mm-hmm. It's just like the music video you showed me. Well, he freehanded most of that, right? Yeah, I think so. I thought there's so. new music video <laughs> on the way. Yeah, you, me, and Sarah, we're dropping it soon. I, I want to say next week or like the week after. Well, this will week. probably come out next week. Hell yeah. <laughs> so let's do it. So if the video's out, go watch it. Yeah, please do. It would mean a lot. Well, we'll, t- hey. well, tell him about, so Dots is, 2019, he wants to enter a new year of more content. content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. So, basically. Get your plug off. That's your shot. Yeah, bro. So, basically, I've been working on this project called Thought Bubbles, right? I've Which is them. literally a project I've, I've constructed that's, like, living. Like, you know how Kanye wanted to make gum... Kissy goes sometimes a living album in a sense. Like, it always go back and try to re-tweak it. Retweak it. Same show with Pablo. Yeah. Yeah, in the life of Pablo. It's a, it's a stream of consciousness. Yeah, extreme. I, I'm literally making a stream of consciousness. Because, like, the biggest thing that I notice is that, especially with like, a lot of artists around here, is that we have a lot of content. But everyone's too afraid to drop. Everyone feels like it has to be dropped so much. Like, I, I'm tired. I guess, like, I'm tired of being a feeling that, like, like feeling attached to this play or whatever. Like let's say I get like a good ten thousand plays on one song. I don't want to feel like that defines me at all. No. Do, yeah. So you just say it's an insecurity thing. Why yeah. you don't drop as frequently? Yeah. Like like that's what that's what artists that's what happens with a lot of artists. It's either an insecurity thing, like like a, a whole a whole lot of noise. Because at the end of the day, like. If it's you, good, it's good, bro. Yeah. At the know? end, yeah. If it's good, it's good. And at the end of the day, you're an artist. Like your duty is to like. Put shit out. Yeah. 
Like, like if painters, if, if Jean-Michel Basquiat can make 10, 10 paintings in one night, the next day go to a gallery and put them all up and no one says a bad an eye, why can't I do that shit with my music? I want to be the Jean-Michel Basquiat of this shit, bro. So so you think next, starting next year you'll try to just like drop consistently like yeah. once a week? I, a I, week? I already am. So basically um, I've been doing bi-weekly drops off of like this living album or project or whatever you want to call it, this living story that I'm creating, stream of consciousness. And like my whole goal is to like make it so that people consistently have something new for me, so something they could they can engage with, something they could feel, and also make it so that like you're not you're not just over here waiting for the next drop. Like like I love the idea of anticipation. I love the idea of like the mystery. I love I love that. You know what I mean? I'm not in everyone's face. You don't have to be in everyone's face. But I also do want to make it so that like my thoughts are actually being compiled. Whoa. Inception. <laughs> Cause like this this art is my journal. Like like this this music this music is, is my way of saying, yo, I have this thought over here. I have this thought over here. Now it makes sense in a linear form. I think my thought on the internet, like recently. So mind you, I was like that a lot too, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, right? Make it like really dope mm-hmm. and then go. But my thought on the internet, it's like, yo, people want to see the hustle yeah, and the progression. The you know what like, I'm saying? That's something that like, like we did, we weren't privileged with that 10 years ago. That's what I'm saying. So, and people want to see the steps like, cool. You drop a sick project. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. But people want to kind of want to see the steps up to the next one. Yeah, Do you feel the same way? Hell yeah. Like they want to see, they want to see you in the studio. They like... Like, they want to be there with you. Like, you have to remember. And people want to be inspired by other people, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is, this, like, we're, as people that are in the forefront, as people in general, like, it's our duty to to present ourselves. Like, especially as artists. Like, like everything, I, I've broken down my life into everything is an art. That's, like, my, my one outstanding philosophy. It's, like, whether you're talking, whether you're walking, whether you're standing, whether you're lifting, whether you're you're thinking like that's an art form in itself how, how do you describe art art is art is art is an energy like 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 that's as abstract as that sounds art is art is an energy art is a, something that that you could build to to color the world i i would i think it's it's like when you exert yourself to express yourself yeah does that make sense yeah it's like 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 what you it's a, it's a painting that you could use to like this, the, to change the world in a sense. Like the world is so abstract. I, like every time I say "fuck the world," it genuinely means that I don't believe in it. I believe in people. Like the world, the world is just a construct that we use to like, like section out a group of people. I, I genuinely want to want to change people, and that that's really like egotistical, but like in a sense, like make people more aware of themselves. What do you mean the world is not real? Like, like, like the world. Like, like what is the world? It's a body. It's a it's a floating body. What makes up that floating body? Everything in it. So what's everything in it? Civilization, humanity, mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. So that's literally what I that's literally what I'm what I'm preaching towards. Like I, I'm breaking up that that idea of like this whole bubble. Like like when, when someone comes in and says, I wanna change the world, dude. Well what is that? How are you gonna change something you can't you can't really communicate with? You can't talk to the world. I don't think. Do you think you can genuinely change people? Nah, I don't either. I think, but I think you could. You could through you. You people could see themselves. I feel like you could be a mirror to people. Actually, I take that back. I think you can 
set an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. And I think yeah. if you're around people, they'll catch on. Mm-hmm. That's Hell inevitable, yeah. right? Hell yeah. I mean, I think I've even being here, I've changed kind of the way I operate because I'm in the studio and mm-hmm. I see like how the studio works. Mm-hmm. But do you think you preaching can improve people? Hell yeah. Really? Like, 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 not. It's not like preaching because, like, you have to remember, like, it's not. For me, it's not. It's not a matter. It's not a matter of like improving people. It's more of a matter of just being like a reflection. Like if I'm living, like if I'm vegan, right? And I and I look at you, you're my best friend. And I say, yo, I'm going vegan the next day, right? And you dead ass look at me, you call me bullshit. First week, you're like, oh shit. Second week, you're like, yeah, that's leading by example. Yeah, like like leading by like being a mirror, like like leading, like making it so that like who I am is a reflection of of what I feel like everything else should be around me. You know. You think you get you, you can you can send a text, bro. It's fine. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry, guys. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna check the camera real quick. I'm gonna make sure it didn't click. <laughs> That's so a punch in. Yeah, sorry, we're back. <laughs> um, come in, come into the view, yeah, bro. 100. Do you think that? Can the cameras? Let, do you get? Yeah, they can see me. Mm-hmm. Do, do you get let down by people a lot? Um, Actually, I don't know if the mic picked that up. Do you get let down by people out because you're a sensitive dude? Um, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't really say I get let down by people, but I would say I would say that like things happen. You feel me? Like like people. What I'm saying is, you just like. I imagine things affect you a lot more immensely than they affect other people. You're sus- you're susceptible. Hell yeah. You agree? Yeah, like 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 I'm. I like to a sense like I I used to be even more vulnerable where like any any mishap like any like conflict would really get to me like I used to I used to be like I, I used to be super religious and so in turn what that what that did to me was like back in the day it made me like super fake like you ever go into those like Christian those those like talk to those Christians where I just like yeah bro God's good like my house is burning down and I I have AIDS and like all this other shit but God's good it's faith. Yeah, like like I used to be I used to be heavy into the idea of like everything everything's good no matter how bad it is. What I've what I've fallen into recently is just this the idea in the last like five years has been building myself up to be completely real. You know, like things do happen, people do change, like people people feel a lot, people get really upset, people people look at you and think that you're people don't always have the greatest intentions for you. No. Yeah, bro, but what you're saying is like I'm I think you have to be optimistic, don't you? Well, I don't I don't think it's more I think you just have to be in the middle. You have to be able to accept it. I think if you're blindly optimistic, mm-hmm. better things happen to you than you'd expect. I disagree. If you're blindly optimistic, bro, yeah, that's when that's when everything starts weighing down on you. I feel like if you're honestly realistic. Well, bro, it's like, yo, I'm on a journey, mm-hmm. right? If this is the way you think, like I'm on a journey. I know I got to get to the end. I'm going to get to the end point. Mm-hmm. The end point's going to be good, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that way? I think I think the end point's going to be the end point. It's not a matter. Oh, I never Come on, you got to smile, bro. bro. <laughs> I think I think what it is it's like it's not a matter of like giving the end point like a title of good or bad. I think it's more of a matter of being like the end point's just going to be there and it's going to be what it is. Like whatever whatever is there on the other side of my goal. Whether it be like like I get shot right after I hit whatever. Okay, check I come need. on, bro. <laughs> we don't need you thinking like that. Yo, though. but like like this is it's real life. 
No, bro. That is not real life. That is real life. At your peak moment at my that peak you've been moment. working for, you'll get assassinated. Bro, at my peak. I don't know. Hope, bro, knock on wood, bro. Like, I don't I don't want to get assassinated. I'd rather take my own life, bro. Feel me? Bro. But, <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't. Why, why think like that when you do not have to? Well, it's not a, it's not a matter if you do not have to. It's just more, like, you, I want to be, be prepared. I want to. I'd rather. I'd rather. But just, this is some shit coming. This is some shit that this must have come from some experience or something. Hell yeah! Like, like it's also from a, like a lot of reading. Like I used to like read into the idea that like I forget. I forget his name. I forget his name. But like this, this philosopher used to talk about how like genuinely anything bad. What what is that? Anything bad that could possibly happen will happen. Who is that? That's like like that's some philosopher or whatever. But like in my head, like. It's not a matter of like I think that's I mean, awful, bro. That is it is awful, but like it makes it it makes it so realistic in my head. Cause like if 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 I know the worst thing that's gonna if I go out on this day with this girl, right? I know the worst thing that could possibly happen is like, like honestly, she looks at me and she's just like, I never want to see you again. Boom. And it doesn't happen. Like I give myself a chance to be like, oh shit, this went way better than I thought it would be. Bro, I get what you're saying, but no. no. <laughs> bro, you don't there's something with all of these artists I've met mm-hmm. that like people feel like they have to think negative as fuck. <laughs> I don't and, think that's not thinking negative, bro. No, 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 no. And I, and I get it. I totally yeah. get it. But like, dude, things can be good. Yeah, I agree. Oh, don't, bro. I'm blessed. Do not, do not ever get me wrong. I'm blessed. Like my life, like honestly, like as much as like as much as I want to preach trauma and heartbreak and like sadness and like sorrow. I'm, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, I have a passion. I have something I'm working towards. I have people that are around me. I have people that genuinely care about me, that genuinely see me and just go, oh, shoot, this kid's really cool. I'm, I'm blessed in that aspect. I would never, ever, ever look anyone in their face and say, I'm not supported. I don't I, have this. I, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, long term, can't you be like, yo, things are going to get fucked up mm-hmm. along the way, but long term, I know I'm going to hit the point I want to hit. Oh, oh! I I'm going to hit the point I want to hit. Exactly. So why yeah. do we think negatively about that? That's a great thing, bro. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not, I don't think negative about, about negatively about that. You I, off rip said, "Yo, if I hit the point, then I get shot." Well, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> you're nuts. <laughs> yeah, bro. It happens. It happens, dude. Like life. Life is everything. Like like, there's people that like have millions of dollars in their bank accounts, and like, the next day they wake up and everything's at like negative thousand. Like things, things, yeah, but bro, that's that's now that's bordering some sort of paranoia, though. Well, I don't, I'm not, no, no, it's only bordering paranoia. Paranoia is only if you let it like like intimidate you, change the way you act. Yeah, that's bad, not bad things happen. Yeah, bad things happen. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying genuinely bad things do happen. What I what I choose to do with the bad things is just say, yo, if they do happen, they happen. If they don't happen, they don't happen. But great things happen too. Oh hell yeah! So wouldn't you rather magn- magnify your mind towards the great thing? I mean, I mean, my mind's always magnified towards the great thing, bro. I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, bro. So, but so, where does this ray of negativity come in? Well, the ray of negativity comes into the. Into Am I the, right by categorizing like that? Well, it's, I not necessarily. I don't. I wouldn't consider it negativity. The ray, the ray of realism comes in when you realize that like not everything will go as expected. That's why. That's why when you make a plan, it's always important to like be as fluid with it as possible. Like if I if my goal on this chessboard is to checkmate you with like a, a bishop on like d three or whatever it's called, right? Boom, and I can't I can't checkmate you there anymore. I have to think of a plan B. 
like life is genuinely filled with plan B's and plan A's and plan Z's. Like like not all your letters will work. And that's something you genuinely have to accept. Like I could be I could be making music today and then tomorrow like I wake up and I have like stage ten cancer. Alright, bro, but that's what I'm no. saying. Is that it's when you pop those in, bro. <laughs> it things I get that bad things happen. Mm-hmm. But don't you think like, hey, listen, if I if I just I acknowledge bad things happen, but fuck it, bro. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's bro, if I get stage time cancer, you best believe I'm gonna say fuck it. Oh. Oh, bro. I know, but I wonder why this is like still in your mind. Like that out of nowhere you would just get hit with a fucking curveball. Because that's life. That's like like if you're that's not That's a crazy hypothetical, bro. That's not that's not a hypo bro, dead bro, to be real true, we could lose everything tomorrow. We could get nuked right now. Like Trump is literally president. Like like you like people as as humans, we try to be comfortable, but there's no like like That's what she was saying too. She yeah. was like, There's never really safety. Yeah, there's never really safety, bro. Like like I could lose, like literally someone could run up to you know how many people come into these doors? Someone could literally run into here and be like, Yo, give us everything that's in here and shoot us all in the head. Like it definitely could happen, but why think like that if like, you don't not, have to? I don't think like that, but I'm, it's a hypothetical, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not a it's not like I think about that actually, like it's in my forefront. It's just accepting the fact that like it could possibly happen. Like I'm not gonna wa- I will never walk down the street in fear. It's the idea of like looking at looking at the line that's eating that zebra and looking at the line and being like, Yo, you're not gonna eat me. If I'm a zebra and a lion's chasing me, bro, I'm not gonna get eaten. You feel me? I refuse, bro. I refuse to let anything come come between whatever I have. You feel me? Like nothing's blocking my path. I know. I'm just. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm just trying to rationalize where this like out of nowhere, like where this idea of like out of nowhere things bad things could happen. Because the way you're bringing it up, it I feel like it's it's somewhat prevalent in your mind. Am I wrong by saying that? Or that's just a way you're describing it. That's that's just a way to describe. I wouldn't say it's prevalent in my mind, but like I'm always, I'm consistently trying to attack fear. I agree. You know, like 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 I, I I used to be afraid of spiders, bro. Like like to this day, like I see a spider, it makes my skin crawl. But I I'm not gonna be as afraid as I was. Like I used to, I used to look at it like like so many people go through so many different things. Like there's so many things that we genuinely are afraid of. Even if you may feel like you're not afraid of anything, there's something in life that you genuinely do not. People are innately driven by fear bro yeah you we all are there's no such thing ever as as being fearless either how how yeah like like there's always gonna be something like as long as you're human something's always gonna pop up that like scares you that brings you to your knees like even the strongest man like one day he's gonna die some people are afraid of that you're gonna catch an illness you could walk down you could take the train and literally get like whatever like mutated virus like whoever wants to like drop on us bro <laughs> this is that shit like again, a zombie, bro. like a zombie outbreak could happen, bro. Like I, I'm prepared. You feel me? I'm, pre- I'm, I'm ready. You feel me? Like, like that's just <laughs> ready for the apocalypse. Yo, I am so ready for the apocalypse because <laughs> I am. I'm going to forest. I'm going. I'm going to survive, bro. That's the last place I would go is the forest. I would go to. I would want to survive. I'd love to live in the forest. Yeah, bro. But you'd want height. Yeah. An apocalypse, like way I mean, up mountain. I'm not going out no mountain, bro. It's cold. There ain't no, there ain't no water. Oh no, we're going down south, bro. <laughs> there ain't no water. Where you, where you gonna get the water from, bro? The mountain, the mountain stream. Mountain stream. Hundred percent. Is it that, from the top? 
There's a little pond at the bottom. That's the mountain I'm Yo, thinking so of. Yo, so you just gonna, you just gonna walk to the bottom every day? Yo, no, bro, because the ever, stream leads from the fucking glacier peak watched, all the way have down. Have you watched Naked and Afraid before? Of course, bro. That's just hilarious. Yeah, bro. My my first thing to do, bro. The dudes end up so thin. <laughs> they lose so much weight. Yo, because... You see mad ass the yo, whole time. The whole time. Just cheeks everywhere, uh, literally. bro. Literally. And there was like dirt all over these people. Yeah, bro. It's a good idea for a show, though. That is. That's a great idea. We should do that in the studio. <laughs> nah, Have a naked nah, day. I'm good. I'm good. That's all you, bro. <laughs> I'm going to pass. We'll delegate, we'll delegate it to uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so I think we're when I checked in, we were at like 50 minutes. Oh, shit. So I really? want to make sure you get your plug off. Yeah. So I've been I've been making these um this project called Thought Bubbles, just like streamlining my consciousness and streamlining the, the journey of an artist that starts off in like a negative headspace where he's exhausted. And that sort of like makes his way up into like a peak where he's like feeling like like a party king in a sense. Like he's just at a party, he's chilling, super vibey, super vibing. Like everything's working out 100% for him. And like I wanted to like drop that bi-weekly until like... How, how many total installations are there? The um, I think eight, eight or ten. Eight or ten. And, and you've already released four? I, yeah, I think I've released four of them. We're going to end the rollout... We're going to end the rollout January 6th. And so after that, like, we're going to give it, like, a good week. We're going to start, like, really putting more promotion behind it and behind this idea of, like, streamlined thoughts and go down, like, a cool, like, segment of how it was made, what inspired it, and, like, what really what really made it happen. Question. So you've now been doing music for, in like Boston for, what, two years? Yeah, two, two three years, yeah. And you... And, and, and the thing is, bro, about you too is like you you're mad social, so you know mad people, right? Have you seen it shift at all over the past? Yeah, um, it definitely has. Like I feel like every every season, especially in Boston, I feel like you just start noticing how like everyone's just just grinding to like we're we're a city of, of workers. You know what I mean? Of of like I like I hate to say it like this, but like not not to like go back to my idea of realists, but like of of realists that that look at it and say that are, of people that are broken. I go to say the only thing in life that we have is a nine to five that pays me decently. I that, hate that, that could, idea. Yeah, that that could feed my feed the family, feed and heal, and like literally take care of me. Because over here everything's so expensive over here. Everything closes at two o'clock. There doesn't it doesn't really give you a space to like create art. You know, like I feel like. Like th- like this is like a city that like that's 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 school. We're educate we're education we're we're like worker based. So how has it shifted over the past over, since you started? Definitely to be real, we got we got an influx of money. So prudentials changed, like the arts arts are becoming more prevalent, I noticed. Especially since the climate is also changing. Like it was like sixty to sixty, sixty five degrees over here the other day. Like honestly if it's still if it keeps on getting warmer and like winters become shorter over here, as much of a cat- cat- catastrophic like event that would be, like the economy in Boston would definitely be would shift. What, what, what about music specifically? Specifically, music. There's just, there's a lot of sounds. Like there's there's a lot of sounds. It's still it's still really. I like I say it's really small in like the idea of like experimentation. Well, bro, you're one of the only in terms of your sound, bro. And I don't even mean to box you, but you had like. You have some crossover with Charles Gambino, for sure. Do you like Gambino? I love Gambino. I was going to say, bro, that's a, that's a dope thing. Yo, like, I, I love him. I could appreciate him. I, I, I like it better when he sings. I do, too. Deadass. Yeah, like, have you ever heard his early, early joints? Nah, I haven't. So fly, girl, you're so fly. 
No matter what you say or what you do, when I'm alone, I'd rather oh, be oh. with you. No, 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 no. Oh, no There's no, a song no, where he's no, like, no, I want to no. lay on your tummy so bad. <laughs> you ever heard that? No. Oh, yeah, this was he really has, feeling himself. <laughs> he has, um, he has, um, the one song that really made me a fan was, dun, 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 and now that it's over, that song smashes. I'll never and the video's be sober. Sick. I love that song so much. So you, you're like one of the only people I know that have a sound like that. Oh, that it, means a lot. Thank you so much. 100%. Dude. <laughs> Entirely. Yo, man. you know, we worked hard on that. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, bro. Like, so you're like, I think you're like a one on one in Boston in terms of the sound. Mm -hmm. Where is this the city shifting sonically? Sonically, right now. There's a little pop up. So, like, right? You're like a little pop up of a sound. Mm -hmm. I was telling you about Young Face. Mm -hmm. Young Face is a really good artist, too, bro. Mm -hmm. Has that shifted at all? Is like, it less linear? Well, I, I would say, I would say, like, like Boston, Boston has a habit of just like we love, we love the really like I wouldn't even say we love ATL. We we like to, we like to take a lot of sounds ride, from like riding a, waves. Yeah, not I wouldn't say it's riding wave because that like that just that shits on like the the artistry in a sense. Absolutely, but no, but but imitation is a type of flattery. Yeah, that's true. So like like a lot of artists out here are really inspired by like sounds outside of their cities. Like the thing that like I notice is that like, not not a lot of. Like we artists, artists have like developed a lot. Like we went from like '90s sense focused on solely bars, where it was like there was a period where everything was just blank face. Like if you didn't bar, you would not be able to get a show out here. So like now, finally having people that are able to rage, people are able to mosh. Like like people are definitely becoming more more. There's a lot of that goth boy click. Yeah, stuff. goth boy, goth heavy goth, and I love that. That's so much. That's so energetic. That's so positive in my eyes. You know, but. I just, I honestly wish that, like, I wish a lot more artists were willing to, like, be like, yo, fuck it, you know? In terms wish, of what? In terms of just sounds. Like, I want to... You want I, more people to experiment? Yeah, I want people to break the norms. Like, actually fully be be artists. Like, instead of, like, going to, like, a studio session here and, yo, this has to be three minutes. Like, if a song's not three minutes, it's too short. Like, giving yourself boxes. Well, actually, bro, don't you think that's, that's... I think people are going to feel more comfortable breaking out once the market itself is more developed, as in well, like it's like okay, listen, I don't getting on is cool, right? Mm -hmm. Popping is cool, but I don't that that might happen, right? Mm -hmm. Just because I'm in the market to do it, mm -hmm. so I can test other shit. I think right now people around here is like, yo, it's it's hard to to kind of blow up in the city. Well, I, your goal shouldn't be to blow up in the city. Well, that's because like you that, love music, though. <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, honestly, if you don't love music, it's gonna fade. You're gonna, you're gonna literally listen. Listen, to what he's saying. Yeah, like you're gonna, like if you really don't love what you're doing or don't really feel what you're doing or don't care to like actually put an effort into actually building yourself up as a person, as an artist, becoming more open minded and well rounded and well versed in not only music, but like painting, photography, yeah, cooking. Like, you have to honestly be multifaceted, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Like, they look at the, the, the temporary games in this, where it's like, you get, like, a bunch of recognition. You get, like, you get to know a bunch of people. You get to meet a lot of beautiful people, like, high-up people, like, a lot of money, be around a lot of money, make really cool products. But, like, not everyone really understands that your your goal as an artist should... It should be. It shouldn't be it market. What should be to create the best product? Yeah, like it, it not even create the fuck product because art, art shouldn't you art, it is like though, in this yeah, society, it is. It, it is. You have to product. sell it. You know what I'm saying? But like, like in its rawest form, 
you have to go in with the intention of really breaking those boundaries. You're an artist. It's your job to go into the unpaved. What um what would you categorize your genre as? Um shoegaze R&B jazz fusion. <laughs> Give that a name. Um Mm, that's a that's a great question. That's a, I still haven't figured out what genre would, what I would call it, but I call it shoegaze R and B. Dream pop, dream. Hell yeah, I love dream pop. That's, that's shoegaze R and B. Frank Ocean, right? Yeah, dream, shoegaze R and B is what I consider Frank Ocean. Shoegaze R and B. Shoegaze R and B. I haven't heard that. So yet. like like really like shoegazy, which is like the idea. So back in the the sixties or seventies, I think they had like heavy reverb pedals and really distorted sounds, and like you could barely think about Tame Impala. That's like an example of shoegaze to me. The less I know, the better. You could barely figure out it's what Tame they're Paula. saying. I'm not scared anymore, cause I feel free. Tame Impala, no. Tame Impala's bonk. Bonk, da bonk, bonk, bonk. Wait, but what kind of song is a Tame Impala? Mm, no, what, what Travis song is, um, there's one Travis song that's Tame Impala I know. Travis worked with Tame Impala. I don't really remember. Right off it. Look this up. <laughs> Shout out to him and Paula. Shout out Landesis. You feel me? Oh, yes. Shout out all your friends. <laughs> shout out Damien. Shout, <laughs> shout out, out Damien, bro. Shout out, shout out Luke Bars. Shout out Carl. Shout out Blue Space Records. Shout out Artie. Shout out Bella. Who's shout Blue Space? Out, Blue Space is this record label that's coming up in Boston. You feel me? Like, they're amazing. They just had their, their first show the other day, and I'm, like, so proud. Where Where are they out of? Um, they're, they're Boston. Just, like, generally like, where, enigmatic. Where? Like, Everett. Yeah. Bro, that is so Boston, bro. No, mm. yeah. We're not getting we're not getting into that. <laughs> oh skeletons. Yeah. No, there's another one though. Lady Gaga. Is who's the lead singer? Um, I don't know. I I have no idea. Um but like oh, that, J- Jay Watson. Yeah. Feel like <laughs> a brand new person. Oh, Kevin Parker. But like they're they're absolutely phenomenal. You should look into you, them. You okay, Trinata? Hell yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that'd be you'd be nice on a beat bro, like that. I would, bro. I have a, I have a sort of Trinata esque beat that I'm dropping soon. That Lance, so Lance, dope. Lance produced Lance, bro. He's fire. Lance produced this one track for me, and he's also featured on it. And we're making a really great video for it. So if any ladies are out there that want to like send us some like cool videos or cool snapshots, are you dancing to it? Oh yeah, if you dancing oh, to oh, it. Oh oh oh, you want a cast member? For yeah, the video. Cast, we're, there's a casting call. If you're interested in being like in the cool next video, I get you guys food. It's a female lead. Um, nah, 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 nah. I'm the lead. <laughs> Wait, but it's a dude and a chick. Um, I'm the lead. Okay. It's just gonna be like a cool party-ish, party-ish song that we're gonna like really, really mess up. But you guys should look out for that. You and style dropping soon. Thought bubbles on the rise. We're in the numbers, baby. Um, go and check it out. Enjoy yourself. Definitely love getting feedback and just definitely love connecting with people. Like, talk to me. <laughs> um, all right. So listen, do you know how we start and end these? Because if you don't, I'm gonna be pissed. Y'all calling Deer Productions. I, I should, yo, we should sample that for the team. Yeah. <laughs> no, That'd be cool. No, That'd so be... how we start it is the first thing that happens is you say hi. I'm blank. Your name. Mm-hmm. And this is my golden hour. Oh, and the then, golden hour podcast. And then, hi, I'm blank. And that was my golden hour. All right, cool. Same, but, yo, the, right after each other. And this is where you put your sauce on it. All right, cool. So everyone watching these videos is going to remember you. Awesome.
Whenever you're ready, bro. Hey, it's your boy, My Compiled Thoughts, and this is my golden hour. And I'm Big Bochy. <laughs> thoughts is a great guy. <laughs> and this is My Compiled Thoughts, and this is the end of my golden hour. You bought it. You bought it. really? You bought it. <laughs> 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 well, in the world. Yo, bro, thank What's you like so it? much. This is so much fun. Hey, I love you guys. <laughs> Y'all look fabulous. Hey, your boyfriend, the op, he a vulture. Hey, had to 